Hello and welcome to the Wellness Nurse Podcast. I'm your host, Robin Taff, and I'm delighted to be back with a brand new episode this week. If this is your first time here, you are very welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Thank you for tuning in. This week on the podcast, I have my gorgeous and really good friend, Olivia Moynihan. I call her Liv, and I will call her Liv in this episode. Liv is a Reiki practitioner and holistic therapist. And in this episode, she is talking all about heartbreak, listening to your intuition, and her story of turning pain and a really hard time into purpose. This is such a gorgeous conversation. I can't wait to share it with you. So as always, if you enjoy, please do let me know. But for now, let's get into the episode. So Liv, you are so welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. This is great Thank to be you. here. Thanks for coming on. Um, for everyone listening, Liv is one of my really good friends and we are sitting down today to have a really interesting conversation and Liv has a really special gift and I wanted her to just share her insights with you and her story and I think that you will definitely be able to take something from it. So as we said in the intro, Liv um, is the creator of The Light Practice and specializes in Reiki. So Liv, I would love for you just to tell us a little bit about how you got into Reiki and where this all started for you. Yeah, absolutely. It was a good few years ago now. Um, I was going through a really tough time in my life and I, you know, had a lot of anxiety and fear was coming up due to a situation that was outside of my control and I was seeing a counsellor to help me deal with this and you know she was an amazing person I have such respect for her and for that profession the talk therapy was only getting me so far and it was actually my counsellor who suggested I try Reiki so I went and it was like a homecoming it was like a remembering of you know, things that I felt as a child and, and different feelings, but I pushed them away, you know, I didn't think it was normal or cool or whatever when I was a teenager. So yeah, it was like a coming home and it was a sense of relaxation and peace, which I hadn't felt in so long due to the situation that was going on. Um, so yeah, I was just hooked straight away. I was going to sessions and they were just helping me connect back to myself. I was very, you know, with everything going on, I was very ungrounded, very disconnected from myself. And it just gave me that, yeah, connection to myself. And then it was about, yeah, six or eight months later of just going to sessions myself that I decided to do the training in it. And yeah, that just completely changed my life. It was the best thing I've ever done and led me down a completely different life path and one that I didn't think I'd be on but here I am so yeah and do you mind bringing us back to maybe a bit about what was going on for you at that time where you were led to discover like new tools um yeah absolutely so when I did that Reiki training I remember reading the manual and it said in the front, um, your life will change after you do this course. And I was like, what could possibly change? Like I had this path for myself. I had plans. I had my like project trajectory. Is that the word? <laughs> I had my trajectory. Yeah, trajectory and yeah. anyway, I was like, what could possibly change? So 
then I did the course and realized I was completely blocked from my intuition and I was living so much from the head from my head and peeling back the layers with Reiki slowing down a bit really helped me realize that the path I was on I wasn't meant to be it wasn't meant for me anymore and you know I was in Ireland at the time but I was just on a an extended holiday from living in Australia and I was planning to go back after the three months and this was probably I did my course probably about halfway through that three-month trip and you know back there I had a house a dog a person like a whole life built and you know when I left I had every intention of going back but because I was you know peeling back the layers to my intuition and finally listening to my inner guide you know the whispers of this maybe isn't the path you're meant to be on it's not the person you're meant to be with the life you're meant to be living but I was so busy at the time it was you know Christmas and I was I had those three months I was trying to fit everything in see everyone I was going on trips and I was just real busy and then just after Christmas I got I came back from a skiing trip and I got COVID so I had a week to actually stop and slow down and rest and that's when I heard the answers coming in you know stronger and stronger and it's hard to unhear them you know once you hear them and I was trying you know the easy decision was to go back and I had my flights booked I had my plans I you know everyone knew I was going back but I couldn't I couldn't unhear this voice inside me saying that like you know you have to stay you have to be here with your family and yeah I ended up making making the decision to stay and it was the most painful time of my life and yeah threw me right into the void into the unknown you know I was living with my mom I had no job no money no like I was just but I was just really trusting this tiny this gut feeling within and then I started to receive signs beautiful signs that were telling me no this is the right path um you know on so I think I made the decision not to go back on a Tuesday and a few days later someone got in touch with me and they'd heard that I just finished my cacao facilitator training a few months before and I'd never held a circle or space for anyone other than my friends who I'd like forced to come around and sit in my living room floor um and they were like there was this well fest going on in Leith and it was a fundraiser for so sad and there was a few hundred people there and anyway someone had pulled out at the last minute and they were like can you do this cacao ceremony and I was like the fear and I was like oh my goodness but I did it and so that was the Saturday right after so like one part of my life was just in destruction like chaos pain heartbreak and the other like then I was just handed this gift and I remember being in that circle and I was couldn't even talk to start with I was so nervous and then I just got everyone into a meditation closed their eyes and like it just came through me the the feelings of purpose and how fulfilling it was and I just knew that was what I was meant to be doing and that's when I started the life practice that's when I set up Instagram page and just started doing those circles and holding these spaces and so yeah it was like one part of my life was you know just unknown but then 
I managed to turn that pain into purpose and just taking baby steps every day towards, you know, putting all that into the life practice. And, you know, every day I would sit in meditation, I would tune into gratitude. What could I find that I'm grateful for? I would pray to God, higher power, source energy. I would just say, you know, show me a way, give me a solution, you know, and sometimes I would receive the downloads, the messages, you know, take those baby steps, shuffle forward, like fall down, get back up again. Yeah, it's just, it's, it was the most intense year of my life, but so, so grateful that I listened to that part of me and that I trusted, trusted that part of me, trusted myself, trusted in the universe and yeah it was the hardest but best decision I've ever made and one of the most beautiful signs that I received when I was trying to make that decision was my sister saying that she was pregnant and now you know I've got a niece who's nearly one and she's just like the light of my life and so many other beautiful signs and opportunities and friendships like I just look back on my journals and like things that I'd written down do you know when just before I moved to Dublin I wrote down like I wanted to call in my tribe my you know my my friends my people that are like in the same have these same interests and passions as me and like a few months later going to the beach meeting the girls meeting you yoga everything like it's it all just yeah started to unfold so beautifully so I'm so grateful for it all even though at the time like it was a mess it took me months to heal from all that it's like it's still with me that pain I still miss that person that life every day but yeah it was definitely the right thing to do yeah and at the time it just feels like every single thing is falling apart and Mm. you don't know what's coming next when you were living in Australia and you said you were in a relationship and you had a dog and you had this life was there any kind of signs or like nudges you were getting before you came home that maybe there was something else for you or maybe it wasn't the right place for you to be because I know that sometimes I love that quote um, I don't know if it was Oprah and she was like the universe starts by throwing like pebbles mm. then it throws stones if you don't listen then it'll throw a brick and then it'll be a brick wall until you actually mm. listen and I think yeah. one of the hardest things that I find and even people I've had in the podcast have with their intuition is we can hear it sometimes but it's taking action on that intuition and the consequences of it that keep us kind of where we are because it's too scary right Mm, totally and looking back now yeah I did definitely have those whispers those nudges but they were easier to drain out because you're so attached to this thing that you've created like I spent so much time and energy creating this life for myself. I didn't want to walk away. I was like, you're kind of always hoping that it will, you know, get, not even get better. It was great, but you're hoping that those vo- you, those voices will go away, I guess. But it was, yeah, yeah, it was just because I was very attached to it. But even though it took me having that moment of separation, being back here with my family to know that I was meant to be here. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah, yeah. And then from your work, you've kind of put so much of your time and energy into helping people connect with their intuition and tune into what they're feeling. And I think as well, life is so busy and we all have so much going on, whether it's work stuff, home stuff, 
social media stuff, friends stuff, we don't really get any time to listen to our inner voice and, and tune in and just have that bit of stillness in our life to know what we want or to, to feel into what's right for us. So for anyone listening who maybe is like, I think I've been having some nudges here that are telling me that maybe I'm not doing what's right for me. Or you may be listening to this and going, I know I'm not on the right path, but I'm too scared to do anything about it. Do you have any advice for them on even like the first little step that they could take to start following that intuition, that gut feeling or that nudge that they're having? Yeah, absolutely. So the first thing I would say is you just have to slow down and give yourself the time and the space to hear it. If you're having those, yeah, those whispers, you know, sit in meditation, get out into nature without your phone. These like places, like find the places that that guidance comes through and the more like the more it does the more it does if you get me so if it comes through when you're out in a walk in nature do that more often and just contemplate and meditate on what it is the what's coming through for you and more more guidance will come through you know I find for me in meditation sitting with my cup of cacao yeah like I said going for a walk without my phone in the shower or like you know doing the dishes things that you're just like not thinking um that's when the guidance comes through yeah absolutely kind of things where you're just in flow when you're not you can't be thinking too much like those simple moments and um I love that you said meditation I find meditation the way that I can hear my inner voice mm-hmm. because it's how yeah. we kind of slow down the voice of our mind and tune in and I even I was teaching a meditation last night and one of the girls was saying she's quite new to meditation and she was like I keep having all these like ideas and and insights when I'm meditating and I keep feeling that urge so I need to stop and write the stuff down and we were just chatting about if you're doing meditation like using an app or you find one on Spotify have a journal beside you and just start writing down like it doesn't even need to make sense it could be like a few words or a sentence or an idea about something and just start building that connection with it and then like Mm. you said when you start to hear it you start to hear it even more yeah absolutely and journaling is a great one for that as well because sometimes when your pen hits the page and you just start flowing like things will come up that you don't even realize and another thing that just came to me when you were saying that is not always having music or a podcast on has been really helpful for me as well. I was someone who was like addicted to podcasts, like for years, I'd just be constantly consuming, consuming, consuming information. And then I had to just stop. And now I probably listen to like one a week, but like I'll slow it down and listen to it in chunks and really absorb it and maybe listen to it twice or go back and, and you know, it just not constantly having information coming in because that was really helpful to me in creating more and feeling more creative it's like you, you learn the things and then how can you take that into your own life yes absolutely mm-hmm. I so agree I am the same with walking not filling my mind but like I used to go for a walk and I'm like okay what self-development podcast can I listen to what audiobook can I put on what can I use for this whole walk that I'm doing but actually it's just too much noise and Mm. and it just makes our mind busier and walking is a great one as well because you're doing something I know sometimes it's really hard when you try and sit down at home and do nothing it's like 
I don't really know what to do with myself. Mm-hmm. I feel kind of really uneasy. This is not normal. But if you're even even driving your car, not having the radio on and having that bit of time to just let the thoughts kind of flow or on your walk. Yeah, it's hard though because we always want to be productive and doing things and you know just flipping that perspective going for a walk for the love of it just doing things for the love of it not because we're going to get anywhere not even like I used to sit down and be like meditation tick like it's very masculine thinking like but really you know now I just sit down and it's like it's nearly easier to to not it's nearly easier to sit down and meditate rather than not to because I just love it and I do it for the love and I do it for how I feel after rather than doing it for you know get ticking something off the list it's not like you're okay I need to sit down for 15 minutes I remember when I started meditating as well I'd be like okay I'm going to do 15 minutes and I literally be like opening my eye to look at the timer and be like oh should I still have seven minutes left and be like I can't wait till Mm -hmm. it's over but like you said there when you switch to the enjoyment of it and kind of mm. the practice and just holding space for whatever comes up it doesn't feel as hard and you kind of get to a point where you start looking forward to it and mm. it's also like it's your time right it's like mm. these little pockets of time that you take out of your day and your busy life just for you and I know we were talking about we're both um talking about a book that we were reading Judith McAdams book the source and I know in it she talks a lot about how so many of us end up living a life based on other people's desires and what they are doing because we're so disconnected from our own inner voice that we don't know what we want we don't know what is like like is our path or our journey or what's next for us even just to start with that bit of stillness in your life and and listen to yourself so so important and that connection to myself and to source energy god a higher power that is like i live my life through that now through mind heart and my gut like all three you know you just have so much more access to ideas creativity guidance wisdom support when you live from that place of all three and you know like I said earlier the the signs the synchronicities the opportunities that you have available to you when you live from all those three places is is like unbelievable it feels like magic it's not it's not luck it's not magic it's just life when you're connected when you have that connection to source it's yeah such a beautiful like way of living and it's something I'm just so grateful for in my life and something I just love to share with other people and help them find that connection because like you said a lot of us are living just in autopilot living a life that we think we should be living or doing things because we've always done them or because our families think we should but actually listening to ourselves and carving out a life that we feel truly aligned with with our you know our passions our interests what we love it's yeah so worthwhile doing that work and I think as well that so many people discover that connection when they hit their rock bottom when they go through something in their life that event where it feels like everything that they thought their life would be falls apart and they can make no sense and you nearly have no choice but to kind of take your hands off the wheel and be like okay I don't know 
what's next mm-hmm. here. I don't know what's the right thing to do. But it's such a nice thing to be able to lean into something bigger than you and a power bigger than you to, I suppose, ask for guidance. And I remember I used to be the most cynical person. If you had to said to me like seven or eight years ago about like asking for guidance or the universe or source energy, I'd be like, what are you talking about? Like Mm. allergic, couldn't deal with it. And then I remember, (laughs) I remember when I went through kind of my rock bottom with my health and with not just not knowing what I was doing with my life I just knew I was not in the right place and I was not going in the right direction and there was just a small part of me that was like okay there has to be more this there has to be more than me there has to be something bigger than me and that was when I just I think I I can't remember the very first book I, I read I think maybe one by Wayne Dyer where I was just looking for something to help me with that and guidance and then from there it expanded and and now I'm like I couldn't imagine my life without that connection and without that um that connection to something bigger than me. Could you tell us a bit about because I know heartbreak and having a rock bottom is something that so many of us can relate to. How did you use tools to help you through that? Like you teach so many women and I've done your circles and I've experienced your you're facilitating and it is so gorgeous how did you start to use those tools to help you when everything fell apart when you were at that rock bottom where you're like okay I don't know what's next here Mm, yeah like I kind of mentioned earlier just sitting with myself every day showing up tuning into gratitude praying um yeah just trusting in that higher power and you know listening taking action yeah all of all of those things that just helped me to connect with source I had so many journals from that time just writing writing listening to you know the guidance from within and yeah those signs baby steps just you know every month different things were happening reflecting on what happened and where do I want to go next it was lots of baby steps it wasn't like I had this plan like do you know I was talking yesterday on Instagram about it was one year yesterday that I left my job and there was no part of me that thought that was going to happen like I thought that was kind of years down the line I would do the life practice on the side and a couple of years away but yeah the signs the like you said they throw the pebbles and my friend Gronia she calls it the tap on the shoulder the kick up the arse like it just things just happened things just unfolded in ways I couldn't foresee so that's why I didn't want to have any big future plans you know I'd had those future plans when I was back in Australia I'd had the five-year plan I'm gonna have this amount of kids this that and the other all of that fell to the wayside so I was like, no, I'm not making big plans. I'm just showing up for myself every day. Like I said, falling down, picking myself back up. And it's yeah, that's still my practice now is just asking, asking for help, asking for guidance, solutions every day and just listening and taking actions. Yeah. It gets me so thinking about it so much because I even feel like over the last year and a half, I've really kind of leaned into the idea that things not working out is actually things working out. 
so and that, like I've seen it in so many different parts mm. of my life and how things are unfolding and plans I've had and things I wanted to be happening at certain times and look a certain way and then falling apart and not not happening in any way they, that I thought they would but then realizing that actually they worked out for the better like for a higher good than I could have ever seen and it even got me questioning like I know you do we always talk about like doing our vision boards and things that we want to manifest and create now I'm not even like I don't go in and do my vision board and I'm like okay in one year's time I want to have this 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 and this I it has completely changed the way I approach my life like I want to bring in and create more feelings I want like like more kind of joy in my relationship or it might be like more experiences with my friends but not being so rigid with how my life looks and I just I've been reflecting a lot on how different I've been and how I approach it now and I know you you do that too you kind of lean more into the flow rather than being rigid and being like I have to pound the pavement and get shit done and make sure my life looks this way Mm, absolutely just relaxing and surrendering into your life yeah the flow it's it's a beautiful place to be in and yeah just focusing on how you want to feel and letting the universe sort out the details and not pushing and forcing so that's kind of that masculine energy of like it has to be this way but stepping back like I remember you had that thing on the on your Instagram it was like the fly against the window and it was like can't get out I can't get out and then you just take a step back and then you realize the window's open all the time it's like yeah surrendering is just it's yeah yeah I'd forgotten about that video and I also put up another one where I was talking about um Gavin trying to he my husband owns a business and he was trying to hire a mechanic for ages and he kept getting ghosted so these lads would be like yeah I'm gonna come I'll take the job I'll start on Monday and he was kind of at the stage where he was like if I don't get someone, I'm going to have to sell or close because I can't do it on my own anymore. So he was at like that end point. He was like ready to give up. And the final lad ghosted him, didn't show up. And he was like, okay, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. And a few weeks later, this guy who had been across from him running his own garage at the same time, at the same time, the other guy ghosted him decided that he wanted to close his business and work for somebody else because he just didn't want to do it anymore and even though my husband couldn't see it all of that was coming together in the background so he was getting like this guy who had ran a business before Mm -hmm. who knew exactly how to do it and it was working out so much better than it ever would have if the guy that ghosted him actually came and took the job because now even Gav can take time off he has someone who knows how to run it for him but at the time it was like nothing is working out for me why is nothing working out for me and now he kind of looks back and he's like oh shit well it was really working out well for me and like that's happened a few times and I always think of little things like that or like I look back on my life and like around timings or stuff that I was like well that didn't work out and that means that it's all falling apart but actually it did work out better than I ever thought it would and that's not even like like a woo-woo or like a a kind of really airy fairy way of looking at life it's just being more open and kind of living moment to moment 
which I know is easier said than done but there's so much power in it yeah it is it's a beautiful way to live and yeah often things don't make sense at the time but it's only after and you can look back and like you know with Gav just yeah worked out better than I could could have ever imagined and that's one of my affirmations that I always come back to when I'm trying to make a decision or when I'm trying to call something in is like this or something better show me how good it gets I love that. Show me how good it gets. I use that too. I'm like, okay, show me how it gets better and better and better. And like by asking your, like, if you want to look at it in like a neuroscience way, our mind will literally show us ways that it can get better and better and better. Or you can see it as the law of attraction or whatever way resonates with you. But there is a lot of power in using these tools, isn't there? Yeah. And I love that book that we were chatting about, The Source, because it's everything is backed up in science, like you were saying, neuroscience and, you know, the brain's um, ability to just like hone in on things and show you solutions. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's unreal. There's so many different ways of saying the same thing. I'll put the link. Um, we actually, so funny, two of our favorite books are called The Source. One is by mm. Judith McAdam, which is like a very much a spiritual kind of approach to it. And The Source by Tara Swart she's a neuroscientist and she explains it from that perspective so whatever feels right for you as like a way in or if you're kind of really interested in it either of those books I think are really good a good place to start yeah yeah especially yeah well they're both unreal but yeah the Tara Swart one has so much like of it backed up in science and her story is unreal as well both of their stories is unreal Yeah. yeah And I wanted to ask you um, to share a story that you shared with me and the girls. Um, well, I know the girls were there. That happened to you at one of your recent circles. Um, I know you know the one I'm talking about. I think it was the most yeah. gorgeous experience or way of unfolding. So I'd love if you would share that with us. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, David, he holds such a special place in my heart. Um so I do these circles called soul sessions and in summer I do them outside and this was my first one outside in Phoenix Park this summer I used to do them there last summer and yeah we all rocked up to the bandstand which is like my kind of plan b place for them because it was raining that day and the grass was wet so I was like okay we have to move to the bandstand and we got there and lovely David was asleep in and I always arrived like an hour early so I was like I'll leave and be there for a while and anyway I was setting up and just chilling there and tuning into the energy and he woke up and there was another couple of girls there at the time as well and he woke up and he's like oh what's going on and I'd explained you know we've got a women's circle here and we're going to be doing some yoga and meditation and he was asking about cacao and um, anyway I was like yeah do you mind you know moving over there you know because there's going to be 15 women coming here and he's like I love women and I was like oh god here we go he's like I'm not moving and we're like oh great and he was like, I've never med- meditated before, but I'm, tonight's the night, and like cracks open a can of bud. And I was like, oh, here we go. Like, and I started feeling myself like all oh, this resistance coming up, like getting nervous, like, is he going to wreck the night or is he going to be annoying people? Anyway, I just had to have a word with myself, being like, he's got every right to be here. It's a public place. Relax and just let it be. If he's going to, 
always have a is like there's nothing you can do kind of thing so that's the work in action is when you can just like step back have those little chats with yourself come back to your center I wasn't always like that it takes mm-hmm. you know work to kind of not be reactive and anyway everyone arrived he kind of sat off to the side then had his kind of had his can or whatever and he was absolutely grand the whole way through and I always get when everyone's lying down in meditation I always I have to walk because that's where it comes through when I'm moving so I was walking around and every so often he'd look up and smile and I was like oh I'm actually glad he's here like you know he's meant to be here anyway at the end we were all sitting around having the chats some people were pulling cards and yeah journaling and he comes over he's like oi blondie and I was like yeah I was like god what's he gonna say and he's just like he said oh the most beautiful things it was like that meditate because the meditation was all about connecting to your inner light and he was like that meditation meant so much to me um he's like I've never heard anything like that where did you come up with that like and you know he just saying it really touched him and then I went over and I was chatting to him most people had left at the stage and he was just saying how you know his he hadn't felt connected to his inner light for a while and you know what what was spirituality and you know I said to him like God source the universe is always there to welcome you back and he was saying told me a bit about his life and and choices bad choices that he had made and shame that he felt and I said to him there's no amount of bad choices that you can make that will stop you being able to go back finding that connection to spirit again and you know it was it was just the most beautiful moment he had tears in his eyes and yeah gave him a big hug and then we went over and he picked a few of the oracle cards that I had laid out and they were like madly accurate like to what he had shared one was about like replanting yourself finding connection to source again ancestral healing which is something else like similar to what he'd been sharing and what was just beautiful I've, I've gone back to look for him a few times but yeah I haven't found him but hopefully I know I'll, I know I'll you see will. him again you will no see him again yeah. I feel like he was meant to yeah. be there like he was meant to be at a place where you were going to teach and to experience that and I, I really want you to share that because I love what you said about no matter like what you do no matter how far you go off your path source or spirit or whatever you want to call it it will always be there and you can always go back to it you can always come back onto your path and I even think about like when you're talking about your path like we're all kind of driving down this road and sometimes we can go off into the ditch and just get a bit lost along the way but we can always come back definitely yeah and it just was such a lesson to me to just yeah always share your shine your light be inclusive be welcome to everyone like no matter what someone looks like or what they're doing or you know like they deserve to yeah just be a part of that so such a big lesson to me yeah and it's actually you know open me up I really want to do more to work with all different types of people and people that really need these services and offering yeah you never know who who will benefit from what you have to share and even what you said there about like a few years ago you would have probably gone into fear and panic around that and not being able to kind of pull yourself back and to be able to be like no I can still show up and be myself and share what I have to share 
shows the power of like just being you and I couldn't think of a better person and I know the girl said it as well to do it because you have such a special way of sharing and kind of connecting with people so I think yeah I just thought it was such a gorgeous story and I hope that well I know David got something out of it as well out of meeting you yeah it was meant to be for sure so fab before we come to the end of our episode I would love could you just tell everyone listening a bit more about what Reiki is and how it can help them because I know that it's a tool that a lot of people chat about that can be used for like our stress and stuff but sometimes it's kind of hard to understand what it is or what what way it could help us yeah absolutely it's well I'll start by saying there's not often words that you can put on it it's something that you just have to experience but in a nutshell it's you know we're often just giving our energy away in conversations driving to our families our jobs we're giving that energy away and Reiki is a way of pouring that energy back into you so like me as the practitioner I'm channeling energy from source from the divine it's not my energy and I'm channeling that into the person through touch and you can kind of feel that energy going through your body you've got the seven energy centers the chakras and often they can get you know blocked and they can, the energy around them can become stagnant so the reiki energy can just help enhance the flow of it and bring you back to that kind of sense of strength peace calm centeredness it's a type of relaxation that like it's you're kind of floating it's such a beautiful hour of just receiving switching off from the world and just totally receiving this energy being with yourself in this beautiful calm rested state it gives your body the chance to heal you know from any like physical or emotional pain because emotions a chance to release and come to the surface you know it can help just declutter the mind sometimes we're just thinking 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 overthinking limiting beliefs you know and it gives the reiki just gives a chance for all of that to calm down and settle and yeah it's just it's a gift i it's hard to explain as you know you've had sessions before and i'll never forget my first ever session it was a type of serenity and peace that i'd never experienced before but you know when our energy field is clear we're more able to attract in what we want because we're feeling better we feel more centered we feel more connected to ourselves and what we were chatting about intuition earlier reiki is another massive tool in my toolbox which helps me connect to my intuition and hear the guidance from within and yeah just yeah it's a beautiful tool in the toolbox something I yeah would rarely go like more than a month without a healing just helps me stay yeah it's your tool it's worked so well and I I remember as well I started going for Reiki a few years ago but I like I said I was very cynical I didn't really understand like energy or I think as well because my nursing background I needed like to be able to understand how it worked um so I also I read this book called why woo woo works I don't know have you heard of it um no I don't think so it's really good it's why woo woo works by David Hamilton I think his second name is but he basically covers like all of these different alternative or complementary practices and he gives you the evidence behind them so I remember reading that and he has a section on Reiki and he talks about the science behind how 
we are actually completely made up of energy and our Mm. energy field around us and he gives you a clear kind of explanation of how it works and I remember that was really helpful for me because it helped me understand the process behind it last question for you what is your favorite thing to do for self-care if you could pick one thing you do oh I love sitting with my cup of cacao yeah cacao opens me up from the heart for anyone who doesn't know much about it it's a superfood it's an energy a spirit and you drink it as a warm drink it's you know chocolate in its most pure unprocessed form nothing added to it obviously when you make it you have to add a bit of honey or sweetener or something (laughs) sweetener (laughs) I'm laughing because I um, I was with Robin at the weekend and (laughs) she had a cup without any sweetener and I will actually never forget your face it It was rank it was so bad I dropped it for a coffee. I was like, no, I need a bit of maple syrup or I'm out. I actually was even going to put sugar in. <laughs> Just defeating the purpose. No, no. I know it my depends friend. on how you make it. That's one yeah. thing about it. Yeah, you have to add a little <laughs> bit of something, something like, because it's very bitter on its own. But, um, oh it just gives you this like warm hug and my friend calls it spiritual lives spiritual hot chocolate she calls it um but yeah it's like yeah you really just connect to your heart and you it just awakens more feelings of love and that feminine energy that we often you know we're often in our masculine energy which is the energy of like doing and bigger and better and stronger and cacao helps to ignite that softer more compassionate loving creative flowy energy and yeah it's such a beautiful tool in my toolbox just to sit with my Christ out with a cup just before this and just tuned into the energy and how I wanted to feel and how I wanted this to go and that was another thing that was just such a big ally for me any the, the good times in life helped me just bask in them and amplify them and the tough times it gave me such nourishment and support um yeah I can't even really describe as you know all the beautiful things that cacao has brought into my life but yeah it's just something I'm I love to share with others and yeah it's just amazing and you have been trying it because I haven't been really into cacao like I've dabbled, like I'll have a cup of festival and all. But then I started like kind of understanding it and even just getting used to the whole lovely practice of just setting an intention with it and just having it to sit down. And I started having it a few times before I did my meditation and I get it. Like I get it now. I understand why um, you love it so much. Yeah. Um, and I've I seen such say, a change. I knew that it'd be your self-care your favorite self-care oh I've seen such a change in you and how you're so much more open and yeah yeah, in touch with your feminine energy since you've been working with it so go use yeah yeah. and the girls they kind of make me I used to be really kind of uncomfortable with being vulnerable like (laughs) what was Elaine said to me she's like being vulnerable literally gives you the ick it's like this (laughs) feeling that comes up in me where I'm like I can't do it I can't be vulnerable so I've been really practicing and leaning into like stuff like that like having cacao or doing a women's circle and it definitely helps and just even having that intention to be like okay I'm gonna just open up a bit more and not feel like I'm 
burdening people by talking or taking up space or yeah mm. feels really good feels yeah. really good no it's amazing do you have anything coming up for anyone listening any soul sessions or events yes I do soul sessions now every two weeks and for the summer they're going to be outside in nature in Phoenix Park and back home where I'm from in County Louth, Black Rock Beach and yeah just lots of I've lots of stuff coming up I'm launching a course in September a course to help you connect with yourself with a higher power it's called Align Connecting with Your Highest Self and yeah lots of um, tools and practices in that to support you in that journey it's a six-week course and it sounds amazing Liv has told me all about it and I think it'll be brilliant what I'll do is I'll put the links underneath um, in the show notes for anyone who wants to check out your Instagram or your offerings and Liv thanks so much for coming on thanks a million Robin I've loved this